Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lightning Bug Lounge. I'm your learning guide, Holly Berry, and I'm so happy you're here. We are going to have so much fun learning and growing together. Light bulb trivia! Today's light bulb trivia is this is an order of animals who are highly intelligent and have one of the largest brain to body ratios of all mammals. Now, why don't you all ruminate on this light bulb? And when we come back, I'll illuminate more on this fun fact. Hey there, friends, and how do you do? We're happy you're here to learn a thing or two. A place where science and music abound. We hope you'll stick around at the Lightning Bug Lounge. Yeah! Well, all right. And welcome back, learning pals. How did we do? Does anyone have an idea about which order of animals are highly intelligent and have one of the largest brain-to-body ratios of all mammals? You know, I'm just not sure. Turn to a learning pal or tell yourself what you think. I'll play a little mood music while you share. Okay, learning pals, time to turn on the light bulb. The order of animals that are highly intelligent and have one of the largest brain-to-body ratios of all mammals is... Primate! Let's climb a little higher into the tree of knowledge with that gripping information. Yeah, let's go! According to primatologists, or primate scientists, there are three groups of primates. Monkeys, mm-hmm. apes, oh. and prosimians, huh? such as lemurs. Oh, okay. And for the most part, are very social animals and live in large groups. Though there are a few exceptions. Aren't there always? Within the large social groups, individuals have different jobs or roles. Interesting. That reminds me of how we humans live in families. And each family member has a role. I have to do the dishes. Also, as we learned from our light bulb trivia, primates are highly intelligent. This makes them excellent problem solvers. For instance, they can find ways to make their lives easier by using tools for hunting, gathering food, and self-defense. Wow, that also reminds me of us humans. Perhaps that's because humans are also primates. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We humans are primates and are part of the ape group. In fact, we share as much as 99% of our DNA with chimpanzees and bonobos. Wow! DNA is considered the building block of all life on our planet. That our DNA is 99% the same as chimpanzees and bonobos means we are very similar. No wonder King Louis calls Mowgli cousin in the Jungle Book. (laughs) Good point. That is amazing. So amazing, in fact, 
I feel a song coming on. Yes! As you listen to this song, picture yourself climbing a tree. Perhaps you are on your way up, or you are already in the branches, just relaxing and looking around. Can you see the animals moving from branch to branch while playing tag? What do you hear? And if the mood moves you, feel free to join in with the song, perhaps imitating the animals. All right, let's get singing. We swing from the vines high up in the trees, hanging on the branches with the other monkeys. I like a banana, it is fine. We have a good time. And we say, we are monkeys. We have ten fingers and we have ten toes. We are primates, that's how it goes. We can even pick up some breadcrumbs with our opposable thumbs. And we say, song to dance to. I love moving my arms and scratching my armpits like a monkey. Could you imagine them swinging from branch to branch? You know, I really could. All right, learning pals. It's about that time to introduce a very special guest in our segment called Special Guest. She traveled very far to be here and is part of the incredible order of primates. Please put your hands together, friends, for Mona, the monkey. She is so Mona's the Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Welcome, Mona. We're so tickled you're here. Anything for family. <laughs> of course. So, Mona, you or we are primates. What does that mean? Of course, of course. I'm sure there are some learning pals out there who are maybe feeling a bit confused to hear that they are related to monkeys like me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it could come as a shock for some. Well, perhaps it would help to start with taxonomy. Taxonomy? What is that? You see, you humans really like to try and make sense of everything around you, especially the natural world. 
particular human, a scientist by the name of Carl Linnaeus, really wanted to make sense of living things. So, he started to put different things into categories or groups based on what they had in common with each other. This was the beginning of taxonomy, the science of naming, describing, and classifying organisms. So, the practice of taxonomy is kind of like a sorting game? <laughs> well, yes, I guess you could say that. A very complicated and sophisticated sorting game. So, can you give an example of what you mean? Well, sure. Let's take insects. You had Lottie on your show a little while ago. She is such a sweetheart. Right? Isn't she the best? She really is. Ooh, ah, ah. But I digress. <clears throat> when she was on your show, you asked her, what makes an insect an insect? And she went on to name certain physical characteristics or features that all insects have in common. Three segments, antenna, exoskeleton, six legs, and such. That is what taxonomy does. Finding very specific features or characteristics that living things share ooh, ooh, ah, ah, and grouping them as such. The more things they have in common, the closer related they are to each other. I see. So then, the reason we humans are put in the order of primates is because we share very specific features and characteristics with other primates? Ooh, ooh, yes, exactly. So then, what are the features that make primates, well, primates? Well, one of our most distinctive features is our ability to grip objects. This is due to our opposable thumbs and big toes. Learning pals, can you say opposable with me? Opposable. What that means is our thumbs and big toes are separate from the other fingers, which allow us to make a fist. Animals that don't have opposable thumbs and big toes can't do that. That's fascinating. But, Mona, my big toe doesn't act like my thumb. I can't grip things with my feet like I can with my hands. Why is that? That is correct, Hollyberry. That is one of the ways humans are different from other primates. You have opposable thumbs, but not opposable big toes. Well, why is that? Or do we not know why? Before you answer, Mona, let's give our learning pals a chance to consider what they think. Learning pals. Most primates like monkeys, lemurs, and chimpanzees can move their big toes like we move our thumbs. But our big toes don't do that. Why do you think they can grip objects with their feet the way they do, and we do, with our hands? 
Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's see what we figure out. Let's talk and listen to each other. Cause when we do, we might learn something new. Boop. Okay, Mona, go ahead. Well, most primates live in treetops or spend most of their lives in trees. So they need to be able to grip tree branches with both their hands and their feet. Even great apes like chimpanzees and orangutans spend most of their time in trees. Some monkeys even have prehensile tails, which means they can use their tails to hold on to tree branches like a third arm. You humans, on the other hand, wink wink, do not spend your lives in trees. On the contrary, you walk upright and spend your lives on the ground. Over many millions of years, your feet changed to help you thrive on the ground, which includes toes that work together to keep you balanced and upright. Wow! That is fascinating. So what other characteristics do primates share? Well, keep in mind, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, you humans are part of the ape group of primates, which includes chimpanzees, bonobos, gorillas, and orangutans. The other two groups are monkeys and proscenians. Other characteristics that put all primates together is our binocular eyesight, large intelligent brains, and highly social behavior. I see. So it sounds like most of the characteristics that group us together is a few physical characteristics, but also our behavior, how we live in organized groups and problem solve. That's correct. Obviously, you humans are very different looking than other primates and actually communicate through spoken words or languages. That is one thing that makes humans so very unique on this planet. But remember, all animals, no matter what class, group, or order they are in, are still unique in some way. Taxonomy is a way for you humans to make sense of the world around you. So of course, you included yourselves. <laughs> Thank you for that explanation, Mona. Personally, I love to learn how we are all connected and relate to each other in similar and in different ways. Certainly. I'm bananas over taxonomy. I love swinging into that topic. <laughs> so, Mona, we have spent most of our time discussing what primates have in common, and more specifically, how humans fit into the primate order. Is there anything you would like to share with us before you make like a tree and leave? <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Well, yes, and thanks for asking. I just wanted to talk a little bit more about our intelligence and learning and communication abilities. Yes, please, go ahead. Well, some of our learning pals might already know about a very famous gorilla who was 
was named Coco. Coco was a very special gorilla in that she was the first non-human primate to learn American Sign Language. That means she was able to communicate with humans with her hands using an official human language. Today, there are many chimpanzees who have not only learned to sign from humans, but they are also teaching it to other chimpanzees. Wow, that is amazing. And I just want to be clear with our learning pals that chimpanzees and gorillas are great apes, which are different from monkeys. One major distinction is that monkeys have tails and apes do not. Yes, that is correct and a very important distinction to make. Finally, if I may, I wanted to share that though monkeys have not learned to communicate with human sign language like chimps and gorillas have, monkeys are capable of learning basic math skills like addition and subtraction. They also can identify numbers. Wow. Well, all of that information definitely has expanded my understanding of how bright or intelligent primates besides humans are. Mona, thank you so much for that and for being here today to provide a closer glimpse into the world of primates. What a wonderful order to be a part of. Certainly, and thank you so much for letting me drop in for a visit. I'm off. Till next time. Wow, learning pals, that was such a special conversation with Mona. I just love monkeys and all primates so much. How about you? Well, it's about that time for us to skedaddle as well. I'll leave you with an imaginativity. Grown-ups, for this imaginativity, you will need some scotch or masking tape, and you'll need to assist your learners. Consider what you learned about primates today, and how we use our opposable thumbs to grasp, hold, or even pick up items. Now, consider what it might be like if we didn't have opposable thumbs. Do you think you'd be able to brush your teeth? Hold a fork? How about hold someone's hand? Now, hold one of your hands out in front of you and turn it so that your palm is facing you, like you're going to wave it yourself. Take your thumb and touch your palm with your thumb, leaving your other finger straight. Now, have your grown-up or partner tape your thumb to your palm so that you cannot use it. This will not hurt, though it might feel kind of weird. You can either repeat with your other hand or just do the one hand. Once your thumb or thumbs are taped, try out your new hands. Can you fold a shirt? Throw a ball? How about write your name? Congratulations! You have participated in an exercise that shows what it would be like if we primates did not have opposable thumbs. Could you imagine what we humans would be capable of if we still had opposable big toes?
<laughs> well, I would love to hear from you about this exercise and what you experienced or learned from it, or any additional questions or observations you would like to share. You can send me an email to lightenbuglounge at gmail.com. Please include your first name, age, and state so I can reply and or recognize you on an upcoming episode. Until next time, keep exploring, keep questioning, and keep climbing the tree of knowledge. I'd like to say thank you to Mona the monkey and to all of you learners and grown-ups for tuning in to www.theanimalfacts.com for information regarding primate facts and to facts.net for information regarding monkeys and math. For more information related to this episode and additional learning activities and resources, including a list of the vocabulary from today, please visit the Lightning Bug Lounge Facebook and Instagram pages at Lightning Bug Lounge. This show, theme song, and original song, The Monkeys, were written, performed, and produced by me, Hollyberry. And I'll leave you with a joke. What did the lemur say to the monkey who was feeling overwhelmed? I have no clue. Hang in there. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I'm always the joker. Till next time. Bye bye.